Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Tales of Wayward Women I picked up a copy of the Virago Book of Wicked Verse on my last visit to London before the COVID-19 pandemic swept the world. This anthology edited by Jill Dawson generally lives up to its title. The women in this book are not the angels in the house in the immortal phrase coined by Virginia Woolf. While gathering the poems for this anthology, Dawson avoided those that portrayed women as wicked in the conventional sense. This includes women who ate a lot, slept with men who were not their husbands, or those who acted up on their appetites. Rather, she sought poems that were subversive. What began to surface was an abundance of poetry by women in gloriously rebellious, angry and wicked moods. Stevie Smith's poem, Lightly Bound, is a startling rejection of the honey-dipped picture of motherhood, while my friend, the Scottish poet Liz Lockhead's poem, Everybody's Mother, dissects the persistent myths of motherhood with her poet's scalpel. But then wickedness, like all things, should be seen in its proper context. You have Chinese poets in the ancient dynasties satirizing the rituals of matchmaking and the sexual rituals of the age. You also have a 20th century lesbian poet who seduces her partner to make her stop spouting hoary propaganda. Moreover, Dawson is keenly aware of the voices that are not represented in her anthology. Like Wolf, I am aware of the women who are not with us here because they are washing the dishes and looking after the children, not to mention the women who went to the streets last night in order to feed their children. One way to make up for this gap is to include folk poems, rhymes, ballads and songs written by the poet called Anon, who in the literary realm is an anonymous author believed to be a woman who could not sign her name to her work. But then, what does wicked mean? Dawson was teaching creative writing to children at the Queen's Park Community School in North London when she was editing this book. The children under her care quickly grasped the meaning of the word wicked, when one day she asked them what it meant. The children said it meant deft, sexy, awesome. And it is in this spirit that I made this anthology. The anthology is divided into five chapters. The chapter titles include The Clitoris in My Throat. Listen now if you dare. The Bush Catches Fire. Queens of the Underworld and If They Can't Take a Joke. Since the title of the first chapter leaps from the page, let us talk about it. Licentiousness, a poem by Nina Cassian of Romania, was translated into English by Brenda Walker and Andrea Deletant. Cassian has taught at universities in the United Kingdom and the United States, and is one of her country's leading poets. Her poem goes this way. Letters fall from my words slash as teeth might fall from my mouth dot slash lisping? Stammering? Mumbling question mark slash or the last silence question mark slash please God take pity slash on the roof of my mouth comma slash on my tongue comma slash on my glottis comma slash on the clitoris in my throat slash vibrating, sensitive, pulsating comma slash exploding in the orgasm of the Romanian. It's easy for conservative readers worldwide to call this poem trash. But contemporary women writers have begun to write about their bodies from their own viewpoints, looking at them as landscapes that can be explored in images and words. Too long have men like Henry Miller and Philip Roth written about the female body without understanding what goes on beneath its slope and declivity. Cassian and company are poets who perform one function of art, not to shock but to surprise, with the sheer power of their words on the page. The other poems in this chapter include Vagina Sonnet by Joan Larkin, in praise of dreams by the Nobel Prize winner for literature Wisława Szymborska and Lynn Peters why Dorothy Wordsworth is not as famous as her brother. The last poem amply shows that Dorothy was a good poet, if not better, than her brother William. But then, she worked as a virtual housemaid while her brother spent the days writing, copying her verses and yes, gazing at the daffodils of spring.
Stevie Smith, 1902-1971, was the eccentric grand dame of British poetry. Her reputation was cemented by a series of successful readings in the 1960s. She published three novels and eight collections of poems, and justly won the Queen's Medal for Poetry in 1969. Her poems are short and brisk as a breeze, yet bears a rhetorical punch. Lightly bound goes this way. You beastly child, I wish you had miscarried comma slash you beastly husband, I wish I had never married dot slash you hear the north wind riding fast past the window? He calls me dot slash do you suppose I shall stay when I can go so easily? The poems also carry their anger lightly, even wittily, as in this anonymous poem about matchmaking in ancient China, as translated by Cecile Liang. I'm 18, slash he's 9. Slash at night, slash I carry him to the ivory bed. Slash he's more son than man. Slash damn the lousy matchmaker. Slash who found me a husband. Slash small as a nail. Slash in the middle of the night. Slash he pisses on me. Obviously, the chapter called The Bush Catches Fire is the most erotic. Let me cite two vastly different poets. Izumi Shikibu, 974 1054, came to the Japanese Heian court to serve the Empress. Although already married with a daughter, she began a passionate affair with the Empress' stepson, which inspired the writing of her poems. Her family later disowned her. When her lover died, she began an even more controversial affair with her lover's brother. This free spirit still lives in her astounding poems. Listen to this translation from Jane Hirschfield and Marika Aratani, Undisturbed, my garden fills slash with summer growth slash how I wish for one slash who would push the deep grass inside. From grass, we go to Greece, a poem by Grace Nichols, a writer from Guyana who has migrated to England and won the Commonwealth Poetry Prize. This is her poem. Grease steals in like a lover slash over the body of my oven. Slash grease kisses the knob slash of my stove. Slash grease caresses the skin slash of my tablecloth. Slash getting into my every crease. Slash grease reassures me that life slash is naturally sticky. Slash grease is obviously having a love affair with me. Well, if I were you, I would be careful with grease. 